0: Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Climate change is affecting human health more than doctors have noticed in the past. Pollen, wildfires, temperature change, pollution are all getting to us. Asthma seems to be on the rise. So today we're talking about the effects of global warming on public health. And my guest today is Dr. Lynn Goldman. She's the Michael and Laurie Milliken Dean at the Milliken School of Public Health. She's also a pediatrician and an environmental epidemiologist. Welcome to the show. So Dr. Goldman... How do you see climate change affecting human health the most right now? What do you see as the most important effect that you're seeing?
1: Well, right now, I think the effects that we're seeing have to do with really the direct effects of warming. We have in this country and in Europe seen uh, more heat waves, more people with adverse health consequences of heat waves, especially uh, the elderly. We've had to put in place a lot of efforts to um, to monitor what's going on with heat waves, uh, to get in there and bring people into cooling centers to take care of them, make sure they have enough water that they aren't suffering um, in these heat waves and actually um, dying from heat stroke. The other thing that we've seen is that we have seen increases in air pollution and that we think are related to climate. When when the, when the air is hotter, there's it's favorable for more formation of ozone that's harmful when it's down... Uh, on the surface of the earth, but the air that the ozone we breathe is bad for us. It's a little confusing because the ozone that's way up high is good for us. It protects us from ultraviolet rays, but, but it's not good to breathe ozone. And especially if we have asthma or tend to have asthma, it can trigger asthma attacks. And so we have seen that already. And then the last thing I think we ought to mention is the impact of climate on weather. And this is something that for a while was very controversial. We weren't really sure that changing climate would change the weather, even though it's kind of common sense that it ought to. But I think we've become very certain now that we see more storms, more severe storms than we used to. And people's lives are very much impacted, including their health. When you have something like a Hurricane Sandy or a Hurricane Katrina, we can't say that individual storm. Was caused because of climate change, but we can say we're having more of those, and that they're more serious, and that the impacts on people's lives are more serious. and And then parts of the country we're seeing, you know, flooding on a regular basis in coastal areas, and and of course up in Alaska, mul- you know, melting of the permafrost right under people's homes. And although that sounds like well, it's an economic impact when you have flooding. Or when your home is shifting and you have to move out of your home, but that's also a health impact because it does have an impact on our communities. And, you know, communities are especially important for children, providing that support um, for, for raising our kids.
0: So the thing is that we we, we talk about all of these, and, and you knew probably that I'm going to ask you, but you are a scientist Dr. Goldman, and and the fact is that this has become a political hotbed. Why do you think, from all of you scientists and at the CDC and NIH and everybody else that's saying this is happening, why has this become political at all?
1: Well, I think by its very nature, this kind of issue is political. Even where everybody can agree about the science, then there is the question of what do we do about this? What are the actions that we take together to address it? that in its very nature involves politics people getting together to address a problem you need to have the, the debate about what's the right way to solve the problem. I happen to be you know somebody who has felt for a long time that we need uh, to make people more aware of the science because we've had a problem also that it's been easier for many to try to um, push this, this issue forward into the future that if we just had more science, then we could have a discussion about what we do about it. And, and I think it's long overdue that we all get together and figure out what to do. Look I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, look at this year. We've, we've got the Zika virus that has now um, moved, um, moved into the United States in terms of Puerto Rico. There's active transmission on the island. We've had people come back with Zika virus, and it's been transmitted from men who've come back to, to women who've never left the, left the continental United States, have gotten the Zika infections. We've had babies born um, with, um, with microcephaly. And we know because of warning that the mosquito vector for Zika virus and other similar viruses has, has had more and more places in the country where there are favorable conditions. Warmer temperatures, more humidity, um, areas that don't really dry out where the mosquitoes can breathe. And so, you know, if, if for no other reason than the fact that we, we are seeing these, these changes in our, in our weather, I, every year we have the hottest days on record. Yeah, it seems to be happening
0: more and more often. So the U.S. and more than 150 other countries, Dr. Goldman, signed the historic Paris Climate Accord that would cut carbon pollution. Do you think that this kind of an action, when other countries jump on board and we all say, yes, you know, this is definitely something we need to address, do you think that that's going to help human health over the way long term or might we see a difference soon?
1: I think it's very important, and I think it's things are going to move much more quickly because of the Paris Agreement. A political issue, but rightfully so, has been, you know, we, we need to see a framework that involves large countries like India and China that are rapidly increasing their, their emissions. And some of the earlier frameworks were really giving them a path. China now is setting up a cap-and-trade system. for for carbon, which we haven't even been able to come anywhere close to doing in the United States. We have states who are doing it. California is doing it. But engaging those countries, I think, makes a big difference in terms of the politics here. We want to make sure we're competing on a level playing field in terms of our economy. I I think that's understandable that people have those feelings. But the Paris, Accords are very helpful.
0: Yeah, so what would you like parents and consumers to do in the last minute and a half or two minutes here to help, to to reduce their own little health risks and to kind of help the environment in general?
1: Well, I think that we can all be more careful about conserving electrical power and other energy use. It's just in the way that at one time our kids used to come home and tell us that we needed to recycle and we needed to quit smoking. I think our kids are going to start coming home and say, why don't you shut off that computer when you're done? Why are we leaving the lights on? Why can't we use lower energy appliances? We all need to do that. So, because we we overuse electricity. When when you leave the computer on all night, uh, that there's no no point in that. And that contributes a lot when millions of people are doing that. So I think there are a lot of things that we can do in our own lives. To, to we can walk and bike more. Don't take short trips where we could walk or bike or take public transportation. Many, many actions that we can take. And I do think it's the younger generation going to be pushing upward on us um, um, adults to get us to make some of these changes in our behavior.
0: I absolutely agree with you and I think that we can all do it and the little changes that we make like you like you say about recycling and not leaving electricity on and of course littering used to be a thing and now boy you get looked down upon if you if you litter at all so it's so important and you can see more about Dr. Goldman at the Milliken Institute School of Public Health and it's so important that we all do this together because whether you're Whether you feel it's a political issue or not, it is real, and it's something that we all have to address. And if not for ourselves, then certainly for our children, because that's what we're doing all of this for, is so that our children and our children's children will have a cleaner world, better air for them to breathe, and we'll see less asthma and maybe less cancers. And So it is real, and we just have to address it and do our part as best we can. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay well.